Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way, the podcast about the quiet goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. This is a space where we're learning the inefficient gifts of rest, of prayer, and the practice of going slow in a world that tells us our worth is found only in our speed, success, or power. This is a space where we practice paying attention to what's real, the true thing, deep down underneath the surface, where love lives. Remembering that sometimes we just have to stop long enough to notice. I am grateful you're here, making space to be reminded. This is episode 78, Epiphany and Blessing All There Is to Bless. Let's go the slow way. Every Wednesday night after I lead youth group and haul the empty cooler back to my car on 20th Street, the one that I carried into the city two hours earlier full of Walmart brand soda, I give my two older boys a good 30 minutes to run around with their friends. Read, the middle schooler literally runs with his buddies throwing things and yelling. The high schooler walks calmly outside with his... By then, it's 8.30, and we have a 45-minute drive to get home. This is just the way it is, the choice I've made to go to a church very far from my home, and then work at that church, and then drive into Manhattan every Wednesday night to eat pizza and drink Walmart soda with teenagers, and talk to them about their spiritual lives. Who does this? I sometimes think to myself. The answer is always me. I do. And my little heart jumps because this is a good life. Jersey Turnpike, Holland Tunnel, and all. And on the ride home, after they've battled for the front seat, August always takes over music duties. Brooks and I would happily listen to podcasts about the genius of whales or shipwrecks or the secret lives of bees. But August does not share our love of history or the life of the world. He wants me, in particular, to understand rap. He is not satisfied with my white girl of the 90s grasp of the notorious B.I.G. or early Jay-Z. He wants me to understand what the genre has become, the musicality of it. We listen. We listen and listen. I'm starting to notice whose voice is sandpaper and whose is butter. I'm paying attention to the strings in the background, to the ways music isn't always what you think it's going to be. How even my 40-something mom heart can connect to a song I would have never chosen. And I'm trying to see my son there in the music because he's asking me to see him there. He's inviting me into his sacred space. Months ago, I read on Shauna Nequist's Instagram something about parenting. I can't find it now, of course. It was about how the most important thing we can do as a parent is choose to delight in the things that delight our children. I've been thinking about it as showing up in their space, leaving behind my tasks and daily requests of them, and just looking at the world, at our home, from their eyes. I am not a rap person, never have been, but I'm learning to listen for the part of my son that he wants to show me, 
I'm learning to look for his delight. One of the traditions of the season of Epiphany is chalking the door. It's not particularly well known, but it's been around since medieval Europe and was usually done on Twelfth Night, January 6th, to mark the arrival of the Magi. Now, for those who practice it, it is an act of blessing, particularly in the new year. A ritual of marking the door of the home, intentionally inviting the presence of God into the life of the people who live inside it. I've been thinking about what it means to bless things. I've always been taken with the practice. My favorite book by Barbara Brown Taylor, An Altar in the World, is about the act of blessing. Quote, is it your job to confer holiness or to recognize it, she asks. Which things do you agree to bless and which things do you decline to bless? On what grounds do you decide which is which? What gives us the power and the right to bless anything at all? Taylor says that the task of blessing things and one another should never just belong to a certain people deemed holy enough to bless. It's the job of everyone, and it's one of the ways we participate in the work of love in the world. Quote, to pronounce a blessing is to participate in God's own initiative. To pronounce a blessing is to share in God's own audacity. That line from her book is my favorite, sharing in God's own audacity. To imagine we know what can and should be blessed, to sit in the car and honor a 15-year-old's view of the world as told through music that is sometimes so vulgar my inner mom corrector can hardly hold back the lectures I want to give. But mostly, I do hold back. For the sake of the sacred story my son is telling me, for the sake of blessing. God's audacity. This can be blessed. The ride home on the Jersey Turnpike and the sacred music and the choice to run a youth ministry 45 minutes from my home and the darkness of January and the invitation to delight in something I would never choose except for the sake of love. There is no boundary around holiness. All of this world is worthy of God's holy smudge. In fact, the act of blessing is simply recognizing and marking what is already true. This is the task of epiphany for us. We show up like the wise men, carrying our gifts. What we're invited to bring the Christ is almost always what we love. Don't be mistaken by the gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. That was what the Magi honored. You honor other things. Like a 15-year-old playing the music that speaks to him. Like this 44-year-old bringing her words to the world. Blessing the people and things around us is just another way of saying that this world matters. That life is more than the edges of things. It's the white-hot center where meaning lives. Blessing is saying that everything belongs there in the sacred space. That what we have to bring is a gift worthy of the Christ child. A slow practice. 
We're a little late to the practice of chalking the door. Most do it on January 6th, but we're going to do it anyway. So find a piece of chalk. You can do this alone, or you can call over some friends and family. The tradition of chalking the door is a tradition of blessing your home. This is a reminder that spiritual practices are not just individual exercises. We need to practice our spiritual lives among other people. We need the awkward moments of reciting things together. We need the rituals of lighting candles and laying on hands. It's culturally awkward, and sometimes culturally awkward things can shape us in profound ways. My church, Good Shepherd New York, has an explanation of one way to do the ritual of chalking the door in our epiphany guide. I'll put the link in our show notes. They suggest starting with a song, but I'm inviting us to start with a poem. This one's about the holiness of the ordinary, and I think it's just a thing for the ritual of blessing our own homes. This is Pied Beauty by Gerard Manley Hopkins. Let's recite it together. Glory be to God for dappled things, for skies of couple color as a brinded cow, for rose moles all in stipple upon trout that swim, fresh fire coal chestnut falls, finches wings, landscape plotted and pieced, fold, fallow, and plow. In all trades, their gear and tackle and trim. All things counter, original, spare, strange. Whatever is fickle, freckled, who knows how. With swift, slow, sweet, sour, a dazzle, dim. He fathers forth whose beauty is past change. Praise him. After the poem has been recited, then whoever is leading this can read these words out loud. You can find it in the show notes. Also, I'm getting some of this language from my church's guide, which is also in the show notes. Reader, this is a holy place because the presence of Christ dwells here. In the same way the three kings followed the light of the star, we too follow the light of Christ to be a place of welcome, a people of generosity, and a dwelling place for God. This home is where we're learning to pray and search for Christ, to forgive and receive forgiveness, to offer our gifts, and to bless each other. Pray together. Spirit of God, Open our hearts that we might be people who open the doors of this home to neighbor and traveler, that we may be a source of welcome for all in need in a place where Christ is found. Now as a group, read aloud from the Gospel of John. As the passage is read, whoever is marking the door, some say the oldest or the youngest in the family, or in the group should be the ones to mark it. As the passage is read, mark 20 cross C cross M cross B cross 24. 
on the door or lintel as a kind of consecration. 20 and 24 are for the year. Each number or letter is separated by a cross, the C, M, and B. They stand for the names of the three magi, which, though they're not named in scriptures, have traditionally been called Caspar, Malkiar, and Balthazar. Please forgive me if I pronounce these wrong. Also, forgive me because I'm about to pronounce Latin wrongly. It also stands for the Latin phrase, Christus, Mansionum, Benedicat, which means, may Christ bless the house. So those are your C, M, and B. And while you're writing those, the reader may slowly read from John 1, 13 through 14, as the inscription is written over the door. Reader. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We saw His glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. End with this prayer. May we who enter this home be reminded that the grace and truth of Christ is here. May we see the ordinary sacred around us and carry all that we've blessed into the world. Thanks for being here. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here is a way of refusing to conform with the culture around us. And look at us. We're making space for a fuller vision of ourselves and others, making space for wisdom, making space for love. That, friends, is no small thing. Big thanks to Jason Boyette, who designed the slow way graphic, and the lovely Angelina Marie for editing. My new book, Blessed Are the Rest of Us, How Limits and Longing Make Us Whole, releases this April. And yay, this is fun. If you pre-order the book from bakerbookhouse.com, my listeners get a special promo code for 40% off from now through the rest of 2024. Just enter slow way, all one word, capital letters at checkout. The first 200 people to pre-order from Baker will also receive a signed copy of the book and a fun little gift from yours truly. Get excited. Check my show notes for a link. Also, while you're thinking about pre-ordering the book, why don't you share this podcast or my Substack letter with a friend you think might enjoy it. Subscribing and sharing goes a long way. You can follow me on threads or Instagram at Micah Boyette or meet me back here next week. You can always do that. And I hope I'll see you then.